This is Dr. Simcha, and you're on the air. Uh, well, you're not. You won't be soon. But that music kind of like puts me to sleep, which is actually what we feel like doing because it is the end of Shabbos. Every time it was a fast day, and I don't know. I don't know why you call it a fast day. It's really a slow day, unless you're you're not uh, interested in eating. This is me, Simcha Cohen, and I'm back on the air. Shabbos Havitama was the beginning of the three weeks. And we're welcoming my new tech, Mordechai. Okay? And so, guess what? We're, gonna, we're getting more efficient over here. Things are going to be uh, a little more high-tech over here. But uh, Mordechai is our intern, our radio intern. Summer. Did I say your last name? No? Okay, I'm not going to say his last name. So is Mordechai, no last name. But he's, uh, it's going to be very good. Okay, anyways, he tells me not to talk about him anymore. Okay. Anyways, so we were talking about what we're going to talk about. And see Mordechai is a kid, so that works. So the question is like this. I have a few things to talk about. Summer's here. Thank heavens for the summer. I'll tell you something. If there wasn't a summer, I think that I probably would shoot myself because school needs to end for two months. There's nothing to talk about. Teachers need to relax and rest. They work very hard all year. And kids need to rest and relax. Because the teachers work hard all year, and they have to they, they have to rest and relax. I think that summer is a great time for everybody to rejuvenate. One of the things is those three weeks come out in the summer, so it's kind of like a little difficult because uh, there's no music, and then the nine days there's no swimming. If you're Ashkenazic, if you're Sephardic, there is, but we stay slichot for a whole month, so we have a more difficult time. But uh, this year everything's coming out much earlier. And uh, I'm just wondering what advice kids have for other kids to do in the summer. Um, or or just in general, what advice people kids have for other kids. So we're going to start, ta- start taking calls. Um, maybe. I don't know if we're going to get any calls. Are you out there? Are you out there? What's your best Shivas Arvatamos story? That's very funny. Because there really aren't many stories on Shivas Arvatamos. Anyways, our call-in number is... 683-5858, area code 718. That's 683-5858. And if you want to text, but I'm not taking text, but if you want to text in the station, it's 347-927-8398, but I'm not sure where that text goes, so don't expect me to answer. And, oh, it goes right here. Okay. I didn't know that. Um, the live radio, if you want to listen to me live, hopefully not dead, number is 712-432-4217. All right. So this is Dr. Simcha, and we are on the air. Okay. So, oh, what? What are you showing me? Text. Okay. Oh, text. Will you be able to play a story for all the kids sitting home now? No, we will not. This is my show. Sorry. Oh, that text came in a long time ago. Okay. Uh, well, anyways. So the question is, what is the best suggestions that you could have for other kids to do in the summer. Okay, we have a caller. Yes, we do. Hi. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? Yeah, um, I wanted to ask a question. Great, I want to answer your question. What's the question? Um, what if um, your friend like, he bothers you? What do you do about it? Well, the question is like this. First of all, how old are you, son? Um, I'm seven and a half. I'm turning eight. Seven and a half in your journey. So, first of all, they bother you in school or at home or 
everyone, but he's bothering me in school, and he might come to our camp, and then he's bothering us. Ouch. Okay. If he comes to camp, that's a problem. If he doesn't come to camp, then you say goodbye to him for the summer, and you forget all about it because he's not going to be... No, but he has friends in my camp, and then he told the friends to bother me. Uh-huh. And are you friends with these friends? Could you make friends with them? Um, I, I tried to, but they, they're just not wanting them. Because once my friend, like, he makes like he's the boss of the whole class, and then he, like, gets a lot of kids to be with him, and then he bothers, like, a few kids. So I tried to get a group together and, and, and like, fight with him, and, like, say, um, and, like, tell the principal, and we, we took care of it, but he really didn't do anything. I think the most important thing is you have to speak up and tell him, you cannot bother me. You're not allowed to. I, I tried to be. This didn't work. Then you have to know that Hashem has to take care of it. You just have to, just not, in camp you can have a lot of new people to hang out with. And I also have another question. Okay, but you know what? i got to take the next call. But ask me quickly, Tom. Okay, what's your name? Okay. Let's say um, your, your friend, he, he like, he wants to be a friend, and like he said, I want to come over after he bothers you, like a lot of time. What do you do? Like, okay. would you say like you can't come over me because you bother me? Well, I think that if he's asking to come over to you, then I think you should let him come over and make friends with him. Because the truth is, uh. the most important thing is to be friends. And most of the time, when kids bother other kids, it's because they want to be friends, but they don't know how to do it. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks for calling. Have a great summer. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? I am great. How are you? No, Hashem, I, I just hungry. came in. A little hungry, a little tired, but, but we're good. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I just tuned in, so I'm, I'm not sure what the topic is tonight. So long. summer. Summer, and thank, thank heavens the school's over, and freedom, and uh, what else? Just how you going to enjoy the summer, and what you have what you suggest to other people. That's the topic. Freedom. Oh, I, I, um, I, I, like, two months ago, I called up this show, and I, I made a suggestion, and could be people who weren't listening, so I'll say it again. Okay. I'm just saying that when I, when I used to be a counselor in Super Bowl camps, what I, what I used to do, um, when I was a counselor, I was just thinking about, like, what I, what I wanted from my counselor when I was a camper. I remember your suggestion, and I loved it. I remember that. I love it. I really... It's a great it's really suggestion. Good, so like, but you want to know something? Um, I want to tell you something. What you're doing is... That is what real mythos are. Okay. But you know, I want to finish what I'm saying because I hope you're listening to me because I want you to hear it. When a person thinks about the next person and says, what would I want? And then thinks to do that to the next person, that's... That is it. That is it. That's the personification because that that's that Kush Baruch Hu does everything for us. It, it, it does things for us that we need and we want, and He takes care of us. And we, if we look at people that way, we take care of kids and, and other people that way, then we're bringing goodness into the world. That's what it's all about. And my friend, you got it. That's a great suggestion. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I like your show, and I really learned a lot from it. Thank you so much. Glad you called to tell me that. What's on your mind tonight? Mm, I don't know. How old are you? Ten. Ten. So you're not fasting. Right. Good for you. I hope you had good food today. Is it three years? 
You're going to be fasting. So I hope you had good lunch and not in front of your family members that are fasting. Okay. okay. But you know what? Shabbos have a time is a very important day. You know why it's so important? Yeah, because because the Romans surrounded the base of Mikdash. Right. And we're sad. It's so important because what happened 2,000 years ago affects us today. And that's wild. Because something that happened to Bali Yisrael thousands of years ago, it's the same thing because the same Eden that existed 2,000 years ago exists today. It was the same, they put on the same tefillin, and they say the same davening, and they light the same Shabbos candles. It's the same mitzvahs for thousands of years. If it happened 2,000 years ago, then it's happening to us today, and we have to daven every day, especially you have to pump. Okay. So that's what it's all about. Thank you for calling. I hope you have a great night and a great summer. Anyways, so this is what it's all about. It's all about the fact that every summer we remember, we remember the Churban Bayes, remember the, 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 we remember what Kaleisrael, what mistake Kaleisrael did in the Midbar when they cried for no reason. They cried for no reason. And they sat and they, and, and, and they, and they, they, they thought that because Baruch Hu wasn't going to be, be able to, wasn't going to be able to, to bring them into Eretz Yisrael. And the reason why was because they were so down on themselves. They still had the mentality of Avadim. That's what we have to know from all of this. We have to know that we could do anything. We could do anything with Akash Baruch Hu's help. We could do anything. And that's really the most important thing that we need to know. That, and that's what, this is, this, that's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. Anyways, so... Uh, Anyways, okay. So, are we have any counselors out there? Did most people start sleepaway camp today? I don't know. Did they sleep? Did they did they start sleepaway camp? I want if kids did, well if they did they're not going to be here to call in. But anyways, um, I remember so clearly that I used to really not like fasting when I was a kid. I used to hate not eating, and. Uh, it was really a problem for me. So I think that I give a lot of credit to the kids that are bar mitzvah that are fasting because it's really difficult. It's it's not, I mean, once you get older, I mean, it's not easy when you get older, but, but you have a little bit more meaning to it when you're a kid. It's really hard. Because like, uh, going the whole day, my kids are like suffering. But uh, this is what being a Jew is about, right? It's about sacrifice. And uh, that's, that's really important, and you know what? Really, I, I can't say when when people like eat in front of you, that's like that's like rude, or <laughs> people things like that. That's uh, another thing. Um, so, I think that uh, I actually didn't go to sleepaway camp when I was a kid. So I grew up out of, I grew up out of town, and so I didn't go to sleepaway camp. And sleepaway camp could be great for some kids, but it really could be not so good for other kids because. Sometimes you get homesick. I don't know if people admit that they're homesick, but uh, there are a lot of problems that come with sleepaway camp. There are a lot of problems that, that I think everybody looks at the other person and says, I wish I was doing what the other person was doing. But uh, hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, I have a very big problem. I'm not so responsible with clothing. And I have, like, a, some sort of, like, stuffy thing. I call it a cushion. And, like, every time, like, at night, I'm not patient putting my clothes into my closet. So 
I spend it because and like once a week, my husband's clean it up, and I get really like impatient, and I don't want to clean it up, and I don't know what to do. It's so like how how old are you? I'm ten. Okay, so listen here, my mm -hmm. my ten year old friend. Responsibility is not so easy for everybody, and what happens is when adults want us to be responsible, so a lot of times they expect us to be able to do it right away. I think that if you try and you could make reminders for yourself or you could like try and, 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 and work on it, at 10 years old, there's no reason why you can't get better at it because it's not such an easy thing. People have difficulty with it. There are adults that have difficulty with it. So I think if you work on it though, I actually sometimes have difficulty. I forget things sometimes. So I make reminders for myself. Like, uh, uh, if, for example, I'll put my watch on the other hand sometimes if I want to remember something. So I'll look at my watch and say, why is my watch on my right hand? And I'll say, oh, it's to remind me to do this or this or this. So you can maybe, like, put a, put a sign in your room, like, not a huge sign, but, like, put, put like, a post-it note up to remind you, like, you know, by the way, put away your clothes or something like that. And sometimes that works. I wouldn't get so nervous about it. I don't think you're going to be 40 years old and leaving your clothes room. No, I mean, like, I don't have patience doing it. Well, listen, listen. But you know what? Think about your mom. She's got to do everybody's clothing, right? Right. Um, how many brothers does she have? Two. Two. She's got, you know, you're the oldest, youngest, and middle. Middle. Okay, there you go. So, so you see on both ends that your mom has to take care of everybody. She can't say, like, okay. I don't have patience tonight, and then you wake up one morning and there's no clothing in your closet. It's like, yikes! What are we gonna do? Like, does that does that ever happen? No. Okay. But I'm sure your mother doesn't have patience at the end of the day after a long day and supper and everything. She's got to go fold laundry. Yeah. Who wants to do that? But every morning you wake up and there's socks in your drawer and things are all set up and it gets there some by some miracle, right? Right. Okay. So. You have a lot of time in life to learn how to be patient. So if you, you, you work on it, and you'll get there. Okay, thank you. I love you, Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling. Anyways, that's one thing. But I want to say one more thing to that 10-year-old caller. I think that the most important thing is that a kid wants to learn how to do something right. And when a kid wants to do the right thing, that's the biggest and most important step towards getting it done. Because the big problems are when kids don't want to do the right thing. A person does something wrong. So Hashem gave us this unbelievable, unbelievable gift of tshuva. That's for adults. It's also for kids. But give us tshuva means that I recognize and I decide I want to do what's right. And I ask Hashem for help. And I say, I'm working on it. And that's really what we need to say. It's so funny because I have I know a seven-year-old boy and he is always getting in trouble because he's always doing things wrong. Always doing things wrong. But he doesn't even realize it half the time. And he accidentally, without thinking about it, sometimes picks up things and you know and plays with them or looks at them and sometimes they'll break and by accident. So he picked up his friend's toy or prize and he was playing with it and it accidentally broke and the teacher started going bananas and saying like 
what's wrong with you? I can't believe it. You, you have no, you have no, no respect. And you have, and, and what's wrong with you? You don't care about other people's things. And the teacher started telling him, and you're like a ganif, and you're you're steal, you're stealing, and and the kid felt like really, really bad. The kid said, "I did it by accident. They didn't do it on purpose." So the teacher said, "Yes, you did. You can't do something like that by accident. You definitely did it on purpose." My teacher started treating the kid like he was like he was a really bad kid. And I explained to the teacher that kids and adults sometimes do things by accident. And what does that mean? That doesn't mean they, they doesn't mean that they knock something over, but they don't realize that they're doing it. Not everybody realizes what they're doing. Not everybody realizes that what they're doing is is, is wrong. So if we yell at them, scream at them, make them feel like they're terrible then they're going to feel like they're terrible and never going to get anywhere. If we talk to them and we tell them, you know, you probably don't even realize it, but you did something wrong, then maybe they'll learn from it. Maybe they'll learn how to do it. And same thing with bullies, same thing with people that bother you. A lot of times the bully doesn't even realize he's being so mean, doesn't even realize the person's so upset. If you tell them, maybe, you know what, you don't even realize it, but you're making me so upset. A lot of times... But a lot of times, that's what happens. All right, we're going to take a call. Let's see what happens. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. How you doing? What's going on? I'm um, going to camp tomorrow. Okay, that's exciting. How old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, so you're already, like, what is it, staff assistant or something like that? Or you're still a camper? No, I'm still a camper. Okay. And uh, am I allowed to ask what camp you're going to? Um, kind of safe. Okay. All right, very good. I heard of that camp. <laughs> um, yeah. Is could it, be. Could be. Is it you're going for half a summer, whole summer? So I'm going full summer, but two different camps each half. Two different camps. My son is mm-hmm. doing that too. And yeah, it's very hard, but it gets boring one camp. Well, listen, I mean, if it's two totally different camps, yeah. But so what advice can you give to kids who are going away to sleepaway camp? Um, Just take it easy. Just go with the flow, like, you know. All right, that's good advice. I also say take your toothbrush back to your your bunk bed. Don't leave your toothbrush in the bathroom. No, like just have fun. Like don't worry so much. Just that's have true. fun. Camp is about. That's like you wake up and there's a raccoon in your in your bunk or something like that. that then then, but even that, have fun. I agree. I mm-hmm. agree. And that's good advice. Are you generally a easygoing person or an uptight person? Um, I could be both. Okay, that's a good answer. You sound pretty easygoing. You could probably. If you have fun, the people around you will have fun. That's pretty often how it goes. Yep. All right. Thanks for calling. You have a great summer. Thank you. Okay, bye. Anyways, so that, that, that's a really important thing. Sometimes you got to just have fun. And it's kosher fun. There's nothing wrong with just enjoying yourself. And what I mean kosher fun is like staying up a little late. Like It's not the end of the world. Nobody's going to die if you stay up so, a little late. It's like, yeah. You know, I used to go on overnights. I was a... Uh, I was an assistant head counselor for many years. And uh, I used to, like, close my eyes to a lot of these things because, you know what, kids come to camp. They don't come to camp to, like, be disciplined and, like, you know, punished. And I don't know. Just I didn't think it was so necessary. And kids generally don't do bad things. I mean, well, sometimes they do. But if they do, so you deal with it. But generally, like, uh, like line up, that was really important. And I was not so good at getting my division to line up. But... Uh, Whatever. We used to, uh, I, I actually probably wasn't at lineup myself, which I was supposed to be, but anyways. But these things are not the end of the world. The camp is good. 
there's a lot of growing that you could do in camp also. A lot of inspiration. And uh, color war breakout. Things. We had like one crazy color war breakout that really was very, very traumatic. And it was like, we're talking about 25 years ago. And uh, this was in a camp in the mountains. And there are probably some adults that remember this color war breakout. But they, there was, uh, in this camp, there was like a, a creek they used to run through the camp. They used to go rafting down the creek. And one time they were going rafting and they paid some of the neighbors from, from the camp. They were hicks from next to the camp. They paid them to come kidnap one of the kids. And they come in, these guys like without teeth and like with all stringy hair and like shorts and grab the kid. And they grabbed the kid and they, they they pulled him away in the pickup truck and everybody went bananas. Everyone went crazy. And the kids were saying, Till him and they got everybody in the base finish saying, Till him and 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 and, and then there was Shiva and like the the, the head counselors got into a minivan and they sort of ran after the guys and started chasing them. And then like Everybody was going really, everybody was really going crazy. It was like maybe not the best idea. Then they come in with a pickup truck, and uh, and, and Yoshiva says to this, this Hick, Hick is standing there, like with his hands on his head, and he says, Empty your pockets, empty your pockets. And the guy says, No, no, it's empty your pockets. And he pulls out a sign from his pocket that says, Color War. And everybody's like, Hmm. There were, there were kids that were like really crying. It was like a little traumatic, but but it was very well very well staged. Actually, the the, the guy that was kidnapped is, is a rebbe in the yeshiva today. He's a very good rebbe too. But uh, if he's listening, he'll, he's probably laughing. Maybe he'll tell his kids that he was the kid that was kidnapped. But uh, I, I don't actually don't remember that about this kid. What I remember about this kid was that on visiting day he made a siyum on Pirkei Avos, and that was really important thing because he wanted to learn in yeshiva and he wanted to show his parents that he really wanted to learn in yeshiva he had great parents That's, i mean parents were great people but he wanted to show them how much he wanted to learn in yeshiva and so what he did was to show them he made a see on pirke of us and when his father and mother saw that they were very inspired and they said you know what if our kid is able to do that to show us that he wants to learn then you know what he deserves to learn and fact is he did learn He's a Rebbe. And that's really one of the, another important thing. If you want to get a point across, then you should, if you do something, if you act nice, then people will be nice. That's kind of like how it goes. You know, person acts stinky, and then they wonder, why is everybody mean to me? Well, it kind of like goes, if, I'm fun, I'm fun. If, you, if you're not nice, then people will not be nice to you. And it's so interesting because when someone is not nice to me, that's when I'm the nicest to them. Because I think that's what Hashem wants. And not only that, I think that that shows them. Because I won't let them win. They're not going to get me to be not nice. Because if they get me to be not nice, then they won. If I stay, stay nice, then I win. And say to them, you know what? You're not going to get me to change the way I am. That's the bottom line. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's that's what the whole, the whole, That's we have to treat others the way we want to be treated. And a lot of the mitzvot in the Torah that talk about this are just like that. 
that's Kavit as Vichavesimecha. Does it say Kavit uh, as if they're nice or if they're normal or if they're if they get you a cell phone or if they let you go to camp or if they that it, it just says Kavit Vichavesimecha because that's what you gotta do. Period. End of story. Done. And that's that's and the same thing. It says doesn't say. Uh, if the guy's a nice guy, it doesn't say the uh, except for geeks or except for mean people. Just everybody. That's the way it is. That's what I want. And that's the whole. That's the whole thing. That's the whole goal. And when we could do that, then we could really, really change the world. Um, we could really change the world, and that's the goal. Because the truth is, the people that can change the world are the kids, not the adults, the kids. Kids will change the world. In this radio station, this radio show is about that. It's about kids changing the world. And by the way, in case you wanted to know, our call-in number is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And if you want to contact me by email, it's asksimcha at gmail.com. Ask, A-S-K, Simcha. that would be me, at gmail.com. And there's someone sent me a Gmail and a, an email. I don't know what it's called. And I didn't respond to him. And that's because I think I lost it somehow because I'm really not so technologically savvy. But I might have deleted it or I sent it into email oblivion. And it's floating out there somewhere in the in the, in the the uh, deep yonder. And I hope no one else reads it, but I don't think so. But anyway, I wonder, like, do these emails, uh, um, oh, these, <laughs> I'm reading these texts. But they're not texts to me, but they're pretty funny. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, hello, keep up your grave. Okay, no, they're not saying that to me, so, okay, but anyway, um, so, uh, what do you think about the music that they're playing these days? It's going to be three weeks of, like, <laughs> very, very interesting music, like, no music, if you want to call it, or it's, it's acapella or whatever, or, uh, I don't know, but I don't know what, what is it, that's what's called, it's called acapella, right? But it's, like, a lot of it sounds like very desperate people who really need to eat more for breakfast or have a coffee or something. But, but anyways, now some of it's actually good. And some of it, like, I know someone said, like, I like it better because I, I hear voices. And, and when there's music in the background, I can, I can, oh, there we go. That was a ringtone that called up to just tell me to stop talking. Okay, now we're going to have a moment of silence just so we can not get a headache. No, I'm only kidding. Anyways, um... I was actually I I uh, um, I used to think the camp was the best time to reach kids. And kids can learn a lot more when they're relaxed. I think it's it's very good thing. But you know, not everybody goes to camp. Day camp. I think that actually, I think that day camp is sometimes better than sleepaway camp because at, at day camp you could you can go home at night. You get your own bed and your own pillow. You don't have bugs crawling in your PJs, and, and, and you have a shower that's not moldy. And uh, and the food, it, it's like probably a little better. Though camp food is generally like very, very good. Um, it's very greasy. Kids come back from camp fat and all taken care of. But um, camp food, camp, and when I went to camp, camp food was very, very good. And uh, we certainly ate a lot of it, but... Um, what else? The 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 other things that happened on Shiva's Time was I think the, the Luchos were broken. On Shiva's Time was also 
which is it's because things happen in history at certain times. And when Yisrael didn't have trust in Yisrael, and that became a time in the calendar, became a very hard time. And a lot of most bad things in history happened at that time. And the the opposite is when Mashiach comes, it's going to be the opposite. Because when a person goes through a hard time and they think about, and then things get better, they look back at that hard time and it's actually happy. Someone who's like very, very, very sick and then they get better and they're feeling well and they're feeling great. And then they think about the fact that like, they're, they're, they were sick when they get better. They look back and they remember, like, oh my gosh, I remember how sick I was, and it's actually a happy time now. So it's much better. <laughs> um, you know what? We're not doing too well with the callers. So I think maybe I'll just call myself. But actually, I'm talking to myself anyways. I can talk to myself for like three days. It's, it's something I, I'm able to do. I actually once had a client that said he came in and he wrote on a piece of paper, I am not talking. So I said, okay. So I talked to myself for a whole hour, and then he left. Came back the week afterwards with the same sign. I am not talking. So I talked to myself for a whole hour about everything and anything. So I talked to myself. By the way, you know what? I love donuts. Do you like donuts? I really like donuts. But you know what I'm saying? I like the chocolate-covered donuts. I like the vanilla donuts. I think sprinkles really ruin a donut. Do you, what do you think about sprinkles? Anything random out of the sky I talk about. Oh, you know what? Don't, I think, you know what makes the best donuts? Donut Man and Bar Park. But I think it closed. Did it close? I'm not sure. It's on 13th Avenue. You ever go there? They have a tuna belt. I like, just went on and on and on. And I went from tuna belts. I went to, to donuts. And I started talking about boots and shoes and rain and the weather and, and the terrible weather. And, you know, it's crazy because it doesn't rain in Eric's in the summer. And, 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 and the guy was like, finally, after four, on the fourth week of him sitting there silently and me talking to myself, and I was really ready to shoot myself, he says, shut up. I said, did you just say something? <laughs> and I got him to talk, which was very funny. Okay. You're on. Hi, you're on the air. Hey. Did you call to get me to stop talking? Um, yeah. Okay, great. So I'm I already called before, but... Okay. It's my first time calling again. I always listen. I never call. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're calling again. What's on your mind? Um, everyone should be careful because... I mean, it just came to my mind now because I broke my hand and right. I know how it feels and it's not fun. How did you break your hand? I mean, now it's not anymore, like a month ago. Uh, no, like two months ago. Um, how did I break it? I was rollerblading. Oh, my gosh. I broke my hand roller skating also. I was at somebody's birthday party and someone tried to go under my legs, which wasn't a good idea because there wasn't that much space and he was pretty big. And I went yeah, flying someone bumped into me. There so. you go. See? And I went flying backwards and my hand broke. I was really worried about telling my parents, but... I figured I'd just, like, forget about it. By the time I got home, my hand was, like, twice the size in blue. So I figured maybe it's a good thing to tell my parents about it now. <laughs> and I had to wear a cast for a while, and it was, like, very painful and very upsetting. Because it was the summer, and I couldn't go swimming. Mm, so, at but, least I got it off now, before. Yeah, thank God. So you have to wear shin guards and knee guards and heel guards and a helmet. And by the time you put on all that stuff, it feels like rollerblading, right? Yeah, I only wear a helmet. Okay, but that's why, well, I guess, well, there's nothing you really, no, you can wear wrist guards to protect your hands, but by then you look like 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 some robot. So, anyways, that's a good that's good advice, but I think the advice that I would like to give is to add on to what you said, people should wear helmets, because brain is like a really important thing, and we need to protect it, I think. You think so? 
Yeah, I always wear a helmet. Good. Okay, thanks for calling again. Hi, you're on. One minute. Hello. How are you? Great. Oh, that um, breakout that you mentioned is really scary. Very scary. It was very traumatic. Yeah. What up? I, I don't know. I, I wasn't involved in it, so I can't say, but it was very scary. But uh, anyways, what do you No, mean? I just think, because been so many years in camps, like, I don't want to, like, bash that breakout. I mean, I think it was really cool, but... Um, like, I always was a little bit anti the ones that, like, makes the kid end up crying and, like, get all freaked out. I mean, the point is to have a color one. Okay, so if the kid's hot, that's a break out the hot. But I don't like it when the kid's in crying. I it's just, they, like, they, not... There were better breakouts. Like, they flew over the camp and they dropped leaflets that said, like, 5,000 leaflets the color war. Now, that was a good breakout. That, like, that, that was a good breakout. Or, but the standard one is like the head counselor get in, gets into a fight with like the learning director and then like they're about screaming at each other in the dining room, which of course you have happens every day. And then like, you know, they're about to punch each other and they say color war and everybody's sitting there like, duh. Right. And when they bring a singer or a magician and at the end of the concert or the show they just like pull out something and say break out. Right. You know, the kids are the kids are in a pump the mood from the concert and and the show, it's just a cool time to break it out. Right. And, and no, no one's going to end up crying, calling up their mothers and make they cry. I want, I want to come home. Oh, come no, you know what's happened in camp? They had a concert with this guy who's a pretty famous singer, and he came in, and the guy must have been like in a bad, really bad mood. And he was like upset that the microphone wasn't the right way, and he screamed and yelled, and he like stormed out, and he packed up all his stuff, and he was driving away. And we were all waiting for color war, but it wasn't. The guy was really whacked out. He like just drove away. We stood there like, he really left? Is it a color war? No, it's not color war. It's a crazy thing. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta get ready to go to Mars. Okay, I'm soon gonna be able to have a nice Dr Pepper and and some nice chocolate cake soon. So sounds like a good idea. Your your accent is from Montreal. Anyways. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi there. Hi. How are you fasting? If it's something we. If, if, if by now, it's like the final stretch, so we're dealing with it. <laughs> and I'm occupied, so that's the best thing. Well, so I want to know why why not speaking about about the, the fast rather I than small things. No, I did say, we spoke about fast at the beginning, and every now and then we interject. We're speaking about it. Oh. We spoke about okay. the, we're speaking about, uh, the three weeks. We, we spoke about it, actually. Um, so I was in camp when that year there was a was a camp that went in the park swimming and someone drowned because well, the kids were screaming color war. You remember that story? I do remember that story, yeah. Oh, so, so that year my head counselor decided that you're not making any color war. He just made the teams and we had the fun, except the breakout. He didn't want every, every, every single thing that happened in the camp, everyone started screaming color war. Somebody fell down and broke their nose, it was a color war. It gets so carried so away. It gets carried away. But yeah, so we decided to end the breakout. Okay, okay. Thanks for calling. I hope you have a very good end of fast. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi there. Yes. Um, um, I think that since it's the summer's coming up, and everyone wants to wants to make sure that they're uh, good and healthy, they should put on sunscreen because... They shouldn't get sunburned, and because I know a story of a person that he got sunburned when he was uh, 
um, young, and he didn't and, she, and he didn't know about it until he was older and got very sick from it. I think it's very important. You gotta put on sunscreen, even though it's like a pain in the neck, but you gotta do it. You gotta do it. I happen to have dark skin, so like, I I, I didn't put on sunscreen so much, but people. They, yeah, I have light skin. There you go. My kids, some of my kids have light skin. You gotta put on sunscreen. It's very important. I appreciate that suggestion. Very good. You're very responsible, young man. How old are you? Ten. Ten. There you go. You got a good, good head. Kid. Very good. Head. Thanks for calling. Have a great summer. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Well? Hi there. Yeah, what, is you, what do you do if you're being bullied by a whole class? Ouch. Um, that's such a big problem. Um, I, I, I think that I would take it, take it one by one. I would divide and conquer. I would look at the class and see who, who's possible that you could like connect with, and then maybe like invite that kid over to your house for like a, a play date or something, or like take one kid. Oh, at but a it's time. not it's not one kid who started everything. It's everyone together. So I'm saying when it's everyone together, it's a really big problem. I would take one kid at a time. How old are you? Ten. Ten. It didn't happen to me. Okay, but how old the kid? How old is the kid? Oh, which kid? The kid that's being bullied by the whole class. Oh, uh, like my age. So I would. So that would. Oh, it didn't happen to anyone. It's in general. In general, that would be my suggestion. But if something happened, if 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 I was in a class, and I saw that that was happening, and even as a kid, I would stand up for that. And I know a kid, actually, that stood up for such a situation. There was <coughs> one kid that wasn't invited to a birthday party, and. That kid told his mother, and that mother called up seven other kids and said, we're not going to that birthday party unless everybody in the class has come. And but why does the kid have to invite him? Because you can't invite all the kids and not invite one kid. You can't do that. That's a that's, that's terrible, terrible thing. That's comps or bar comps. That, that's, that's a terrible affair to make someone feel left out like that. Oh, it's because he hates him or just regular? It doesn't make a difference. You have to, if you're inviting the whole class, you make one person feel like that, that you don't like them and they're not invited. What a terrible feeling. Imagine if that was me, I would really feel bad. That's like Ritzicha. It's like mom is killing a person. A person remembers that their whole life, how they were left out. And that could, that could change a person's whole life. And imagine, a person goes up to Shemayim 120, and they don't even realize that they did that. In 120 years, Rabbi Shalom shows them. You ruined this person's life because you didn't invite them to a party when they were 11 years old. Holy macaroni and cheese. That's crazy. What if the person doesn't know that you didn't invite him and doesn't really care? So that's why when a kid, when that happened to be in my school, I walked over to the kid who was making the party and I said, you know what? You, you accidentally didn't invite this kid and he thinks he's not invited. So go make sure that he knows that you're inviting him. Right? And the kids say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Or sometimes kids say, no, I really didn't invite him. I said, no, you didn't hear me. You did invite him. You just, he just didn't get the message. And, Hi, thanks. Okay, thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi there, what's up? Um, 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 what is, what do you, um, um, like, um, like, a kid's calling up and they say, like, um, um, you want to prank with me together on the radio? Um, you tell them that they should get a life 
and that you're not gonna prank because you're I know I always refuse to me like I I like they say um I'm I'm not being your friend if you don't like prank somebody. So then you have to make that decision in life. It's a very hard thing in life. You have to say that I'm not I'm gonna do the right thing. And, and also imagine, imagine that. You're letting someone else control you? That's silly. And also in school, um on one time I was eating like lunch and my friend was sitting next to me and was like, Why are you eating like this lunch? So he was like he lets me like he makes he like he makes like he's the boss and he says, Um, you can only just eat this type of food. Like if you eat that type of food, um, like we're gonna bother you. So I, I don't listen to him one time. He got like the curse to bother me and then like all the class stopped being my friend and then I wanted to play ball and then they didn't want to play with me. So I think that I would say that this is a class of losers. If you're listening to a guy who does that, I would find the kids that you know are your friends and invite them over or be nice to them and they'll be nice to you and sooner or later this loser who's telling you silly things like what to eat and what not to eat is going to find someone else like to bother. And also, um, and what if they just like in camp, um, he's gonna also buy them like in camp they have um food also. So like let's say they have like uh, tomatoes, and he doesn't want me to eat tomatoes. So he says well, if you eat tomatoes, I'm, I'm like I'm like in a bother you. So I would look at the kid and say like, what's with you and food, you silly guy? You I, did food that, I, I did that. I did that, but didn't help. I did that, but then it didn't help. Like, he just ignored me. Like, he, he made like it in here. Then he got more kids with him. And, he got, and then, like, he he's like, oh, you're such a weird kid. Like, um, you eat, like, a disgusting food. And meanwhile, what's wrong with, like, um, cucumbers? I wouldn't sit next to him. What? And I would not sit next to him in the lunchroom. And I would pretend he's a big tomato. Anyways, okay, I, but, you know, but, listen, Sadik, I'm not going to solve this problem because evidently this guy's got a food problem. So cook him and wrap him in some... Uh, in, in Hello, can I, can I call you on private um, and then talk to you? I, right now, I, I can't I, I take... Can't but you know what? You, have my, you, you, could, you could... You know what? Call back the station and he'll give you my number, okay? And Who will give me my number? Mordecai will give you my number. Okay. Oh, when when is that? Okay, you can call you can call like in a half hour, okay? A half hour? Yeah. Okay. And then Mordechai will be on? Yes, okay, I gotta go. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye. Hi, you're on the air. Phew. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. You're on the air. Hello. Hi. Hello, um, I have a question. Okay. Do you know, like, almost every single time someone calls up that you've been pranked? Not no, almost never a real call. Yeah, I do know that. And you know what? Are you trying to make me feel bad? What's your what's your objective? No, no, like you know, because one time I like I heard someone calling up and they're like, it's really not real. Real, somebody made a phone call. But guess what? And it's not phony. Don't you have like every single time that? But guess what? What's the difference? If a kid needs to do that, have a nice day. There's not one kid that's real. Should I tell you why? Because even when you call up with that boys. You know what? Why would a kid take a are chance you, of I, I, telling him about a bully? Are you real? Yeah. So there you go. One kid that's real. Am go. I real? Yeah, so you're real. Thank uh, you for I, your, thank I, you for I, your I'm real that big because this is the only funny question ever in history. Like, always when you talk about bullying, 
Like, you think a, a kid would really grow up? Oops. Sorry. You, you think a kid would really grow up? You know what? I don't know. But the question is, I'm not sure, I'm not sure your point. I'm not sure your point. And I'm not sure what, I'm not sure what you're saying, but it does make a difference. That I should tell you my calling, name? No. I don't need name. But if a kid's calling and he wants to call, and I think that you're wrong, I think that a lot of kids are very sincere and a lot of kids are, 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 are real. No. And that's, listen, I'll, I'd rather have my attitude than your attitude. Because I think the kids are really good and kids are great. Okay, you keep your attitude, boy. Fine. By the way, you are a pranker. Because I don't think you really care at all. <laughs> but it's all right. See, if I don't respond, if I don't respond, then I get the better end. Because, haha, I know there's a prank. And I don't acknowledge it. So it's my power, my show. Have a nice day. You're not going to get me upset. So that's the bottom line. It, the bottom line is when a pranker calls and I don't get upset and then they hang up, what does the world say? This guy is so patient and that kid's a ding-dong. <laughs> so, so you look dumb and I look smart. So frankly speaking, I love you, prankers. It's good for, my, it's good for me. Nah, really, the truth is it doesn't bother me. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, man. It's good. I'm good. Does not bother me at all. But uh, I disagree. There are some very, there are some very sincere callers that call in, and there are some very good questions that kids ask. Kids like to ask about bullying because you know what? I've said the same thing over and over again. We're gonna like have like a no bully show. It's like we've said it all. I think that there are other more important things to talk about. But anyways, and we have Mordechai now. So they have to get through him to get to me. So how do you like that? Doesn't that that's so simple anymore? And I think that we could like we could like weed out the prankers. But uh, <laughs> anyways, um, we're nearing the end, and people are going to be going tomorrow. They're going to be eating food. Oh, someone's calling. They want to prank. I think that you know, give them their mother's number. Let them call their mother and prank their mother. Okay, all right. Okay, hello. You're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, me? Yes, you. Hi, I wanted to address the person who just came on the phone before. Okay. Um, I want to say that it could be a lot of kids' prank. I don't know who's real, who's not, but just the way that you deal with it, I think teaches a lot. Like, a lot of people know, know when people are pranking, whenever, and the way you deal with it teaches a lot more than the actual words you say. Like, you treat everybody very nicely, and I think that, Adds a lot to the show. I thank you so much for saying that because that's really my objective and that's my goal. And you know something, the fact you're able to see that and pick that up, really. So yeah, that, that's really why I enjoy listening to the show because a lot of it doesn't pertain to me. Like I'm not in school, I'm not dealing with bullying, but I enjoy like listening to the way you deal with the kids, and that's really what I get out of it. So I thank you so that. much. You know what? And that's really the lesson that I want to give, and that's why I really encourage people that if they learn how to speak to kids and 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 learn how to deal with kids, then it'll be a very different place. Because the kids that call and prank me, you know what? I, 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 I think that there's a reason why they're doing that. And if I think about it and I give them some respect, maybe they'll feel bad about it. And the fact is they do because they call back up and they say they're sorry or they think about it. And that's really what I want. I want kids to just think about things. Because Hi. I was a kid once, and um, although I never had the opportunity to prank anybody, but I'm sure I did things that... that well, I know I did things that were silly. And that's kids will be kids. But thank you for calling. How old are you? Uh, 20. 20. So that's, you know what? Are, are, are you 
you have a, a vocation in mind? Do you have a career in, in mind? Well, yeah, I'm going to teaching, so. You should. I was going to say, teaching should be something you should go into because you're very insightful and you're very wise. And okay. not, not many you. people have that wisdom. And I appreciate Thank your call more than you know. Have, have a very Thank good end of path. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you, too. That, that, that was a great call. Hi, you're on the air. Uh, you know what? That was a great call, and I appreciate that more than everything. Because I think that what I'm trying to do and what I want to do is I want to show show people, really show the world, that being nice is a Derech Hashem. And it has nothing to do with how a kid is to me or not. It's my job to be nice. And it goes such a long way. You have no idea. I have, I have kids. I went in my school. I had to throw a kid out of school. It was like crazy thing. I never had to do this. But we even asked for shach if it was allowed. And the shach said we had to. And I told the kid that he's not allowed back in school, but he had to come to my office for three weeks until I found him a new school. I told him he had to come hang out in my office until I found him a new school. And every day he hung out in my office and he ate breakfast and lunch with me, and it really was a pain. But I said, I'm not throwing you out of my life. I'm throwing you out of my school. And I, rem- I don't remember the story. I mean, I do vaguely. I remember it because he reminded me of it. So I met him around four years ago, and he's an adult now. And he told me that that changed his life. The fact that I was still nice to him, and I considered him a person, changed his life because that's why he didn't run away from Yiddishkeit. That's why he, he, he grew up to not, not be angry at the world, which I think is my goal. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi there. Yeah, I'm the person who called before about the bullies. Yeah, you know what? We're not going to talk about bullies anymore, okay? Well, I'm just saying I'm not a prankster and she just got the fight. Thank you for calling. You know something? I wasn't really taking him seriously. I think he just wanted to say something and he had something on his mind. And All I right. don't know how sincere he was. But thanks for calling and telling me that. And I know who's pranking and who's not. I could tell. And it's kind of like one of the things they teach you in school. Is uh, I, could, I could tell who's pranking and who's not. You could tell who's sincere and who's not. And my opinion is, according to the halakha, which is the olam hevedan at kol adam kavzahut, that I give everybody kavzchus, and why would I assume that somebody has ill intentions? I would never, why should I assume that? I love Kali, so I love kids. I think kids are great, and I think that kids will be kids. And the reason why Kosh Baruch doesn't make a kid born bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah is because kids make mistakes. And the reason why a kid doesn't become an adult automatically, and they get scar for their mitzvahs, they're bar and bat mitzvah, but they don't get onish until they're older, is because Hashem understands. It takes time to grow up, and there's time to make mistakes. And that's that's really that's really the, 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 the main thing. And, and I think that that's really so important. If everybody would look at it that way, then we could really, really solve, solve the world's problems. It's very, very important we could do that. Um, but anyways, I thank you for calling and telling me that. And, uh, we're almost ending. We're almost ending. And, uh, people are on the way to, on, uh, on, on the way to Don Marv and, and, and then eventually eat supper. And you're on the air. Hi. Hi there. How are you? Hi. What's going on? You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Are we going to like hi to each other? Hi. Low. Hi. Hi. Bye. <laughs> anyway, um, this is, there's five minutes left. I want to spend the last five minutes saying the following. That history, what happens in Claudia Soul's history, 
affects us today. And that's so important that we remember what happened 60, 70, 80 years ago and we think about it. I just want to say one thing. Kids, you are history. In 20, 30, 40 years, you are going to be the history. This generation is going to be known as a generation that had the most kids in yeshiva. Generations that had kids that were learning and kids that were doing all sorts of chesed and all sorts of great things. It's going to be the generation that's going to be known of the best kids ever. Because kids today are doing so many great things and kids are learning so much Torah and they're doing so, and summer camps are full of learning and full of great mitzvahs and full of unbelievable things. You see kids walking around doing all sorts of unbelievable things. That's going to be the history that you're creating. So don't think that you just exist. You exist. It's a future. And it's forever. And that's something that's like so, so important. And you're never going to be able to, you're going to look back and you say, like, I was part of that. It's like, I was part of the, the, the summer of 2013. And we did this and we did that. And it's going to be, unbelievable. you know you're part of it. I look back and I grew up in the 70s. I say, yeah, I remember that. And I remember that. And I remember when this happened. And I remember when Roy Feinstein died. And I remember when, when, when Stipler died. And I remember in camp when, we, when they did this and did that. And it's all history. That's what it's all about. And if you realize that, then you live your life differently. Then you do things differently. And, 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 and there's nothing to talk about. That's really the essence of what we need to be doing. And I think for adults also, we need to realize that, that we are also creating history. Because what we teach our children and what we show our children and what we do with our children is going to make a mark on what happens in the rest of their lives, the rest of the generation. If we become a generation that gives in to the internet and gives in to all sorts of crazy things that the, the Chachamim and the Chazal say not to do, then we're going to be teaching our kids to not listen to Chazal. If we give in to the, the, the pulls of, 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 of politics and things like that, and we make decisions that are, that are silly, then I think that we, we are going to be teaching our kids the wrong thing. And that's not something that we want to do. Um, I think we might, uh, we might, we're going to end off with, uh, with maybe one last caller. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's a question. What's your problem? Okay, we're going to find out somebody calling up, maybe. If not, it's off to eat. I don't know. I like to break my fast on orange juice and cheesecake. Um, no, uh, Danishes or whatever. Um, that is the worst prank. Okay, we're not taking them. Um, all right. <laughs> Anyways, so I think that we're nearing a close. And frankly speaking, I'm hungry and I want to go dive in our beat or my whatever you want to call it. And I want to end my fast and start my three weeks and start talking about the Hurban and remembering the Hurban and getting ready for the eventual Tishabub, which is like a really, really important day. And I wish everybody a fabulous week and a fantastic tomorrow and, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and good night and uh, happy eating. <laughs>